I thought business was supposed to set you free because the world of entrepreneurialism, that's where everything is made. And we think that we're free, but are we? Are we really free to do what we want, think what we want, when we want? What do you do that's true to you? Or is it that you've been living what's true to everybody else and you're calling it your life, right? But who this is for, right? I said a little while ago that there's people who are suffering with suicide, depression, and anxiety. And over my years, I've done a lot of work inside of this space. And it's not about, you know, I'm just gonna say this directly. And if it's okay with you, if it, it, do I have the permission from you to be just who I am? I like to call it unapologetically authentic, right? If I say something that is maybe a little bit offensive, or I may say the word or I may say, you know, I may drop an F-bomb here or there. Like, don't take it personal. Don't, don't look beyond the statement because maybe that one little glimpse is preventing you from seeing a life of, of performance because this is get real. And I can't sit here and be inauthentic to you because that would be unfair, right? If I'm asking you to show up and be real and be authentic, then I've got to show up and be real and authentic as well. And I say that to you because there's perhaps some things I'm going to say that may challenge your consciousness. There's perhaps some things that I may push against who you are. And I get that. I completely get that. And it's okay, right? I completely get that. I'm just going to be who I am, right? So I say that because some things I'm going to say are going to be challenging to you, right? And I want to say this to you because everything I'm going to say is not based on my opinion. My opinion means nothing. Please understand that my opinion is, is just crap. It's based on evidence. And I'm interested in evidence and science and objectively looking at what we do. And I'm going to cover lots of that. But we also have to look at this world and see what we're living with, right? Because we have today a greater cause of disease of mental health than ever before ever before that's this type of suicide and depression has never existed in humanity. And it today where we are is a total confluence and conjunction of where we are in our consciousness as human beings. And we've been taught by the industries of how to think. But I got a question for you that I'm going to make you do some critical thinking here. If how we're supposed to think has worked, and just think about this just for a second. If all this stuff we're supposed to think like has supposed to work, why are we more depressed anxious and suicidal today than ever before in our life, right? This is pre-corona as well. Why is that the case? If positive thinking and the answer to that was the core source of our survival, why is it today we struggle more than ever before with, with our mentality than ever before? It's because what we're doing isn't working. I say this to you because I want you to realize is that if it was working, if it was working, Everyone who was positive would be living a, a, an enormous life, wouldn't you? And all of you have done this. All of you have done the work. All of you have done this inside your life. And you've sat there and you've tried to be positive. And I get it. I get it. Being positive feels good. It's like, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be a positive thinker. But the more positive you tried to become, the more positives you tried to become, the more caught up you became and became negative to yourself. And you beat yourself up, right? And as you do that, the more you beat yourself up, the less authentic you became.
Got to be positive. Never think negative. Got to be, got to be all one-sided and everything. But it led my, led myself to a greater sense of chaos, and it made me to lose myself in who I was. And I say this to you guys because I have a feeling that if you're here and working on your brain and rewiring your brain, you may have been caught in this loop, and you may have gotten caught in this psychosis. I like to call it that is preventing you from really being authentic to who you are. And getting real is about really understanding who you are, right? Because I think that those four primary questions we ask ourselves, as Plato said, but the three that I like to focus on are these three questions. It's number one: Who are you? And that's such a big question, right? Who are you? I know what you're thinking, like, who are you? Like, who are you? It's such a big question. We don't even ask ourselves these questions. And the second question I want you to consider is, what do you do that's true to you? Think about that just for a second. What do you do that's true to you? Or is it that you've been living what's true to everybody else and you're calling it your life, right? That you put on what I call the checklist life in your existence, where you went to school, you got an education, you went to work, you put on the debt, and all of a sudden you've got a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in debt, and now you're working nothing more than to pay off your debt, and your life is owned. Please get this: the life is owned by the chaos that you've created. Chasing fantasies, chasing success. That's why I wrote the book called Chasing Success, because as you chase success, you lose more of yourself inside of it. Because the more you chase success, the less authentic you're going to be. Because the more you look at someone else's things and what they have in their life, the less authentic you can be. And the problem with that is the neurology keeps looking at it because you keep functioning from a place called the amygdala, and the amygdala is looking at it and saying, "The only way I can survive." Is to live in the state, but what that does is it creates massive amounts of fear and anxiety and stress. And the third question I want you to think about is this, because this is why you beat yourself up more than anything else. You ask yourself the question quietly: Why do I think the way that I do? Why do I think the way that I do? And I want you to think about that, right? And ask yourself: Is that true? Don't you ask yourself, why do I do this? Why do I keep beating myself up? Why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why do I keep? Why do I keep? Why do I keep? And it becomes your mantra that you keep saying it to yourself. You keep saying these things. Why do I do it? Why do I? Why do I? Why do I? Why do I? Right? And because of that, you keep yourself stuck. And what you're doing is judging nothing other than your own thinking. And that judgment towards your thinking puts you in a negative cortisol-based pattern that is causing your body and your mind more stress. And what it's doing is it's causing you to gain more weight. It's causing you to lose who you are. It's causing you to be cortisol-lived or driven. Excuse me. It's taking your power away from what you want to do to create. It's making you look at the self in the mirror and judge yourself and saying, "Why? Why am I not living the life that I want?" People think that it's about money. That the problem is money. The problem is not money. You could think that the problem is money, hero. You can sit and say, "Well, the problem is money. All I got to do is make more money. I got to have a different strategy for money. Strategy is important, but strategy without consciousness is just hard work." I know this is not motivating. He's like, "What the hell? This is like, this is not motivating." I'm not here to motivate you. I'm not here to motivate you. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm not interested in just, just coming out here and telling you a bunch of things that's going to make you feel good.、Uh, that's not who I am. Right? I've been known to cut people's.
It doesn't matter if you like me or hate me. What you'll say is thank you. And that's what I care about. I care about the thank you. You can't lie to yourself and want to grow. Like, that's just a delusion. And you can't lie to yourself and say, it's okay. I said that if you're going to build your life, the psychology of the leader of your company is going to determine the level that the company's at. If your psychology is a $200,000 level, then that's what the income is going to show up because money is the symptom, not the cause. The cause is the consciousness that nobody wants to be able to, to clarify. They're afraid of it. They run from it. They talk about mindset. We talk about mindset. And we say, you know, you got to be positive in your thinking. you got to take every obstacle and feel good about it. But the problem is, is that there's no science behind it. Does this make sense? There's not a science behind how do we do this. Because you all know this and I know this too. And I was in the same shoes. Where you're watching people do the exact same thing that you're looking at. And you're saying, I'm looking at that person. We do the same program, the same scripts, the same marketing. And we talk to the same people. But their life is completely different than my life. Anyone ever feel that before? You look at it and say, hey, look, I'm, I'm doing the same things. Why is it not changing? Because their consciousness is different. Now, consciousness is not just thinking. It's the evolution of the emotions and transcending the emotions. Now that's big and long. It's, it's like, what the hell did he just say? I get it. Let me simplify it for you, okay? It means this, is that if you're in an emotional state and you don't learn to transcend it, you don't learn to grow beyond it, you're going to stay stuck in that state. Your emotional frequency determines your economic frequency. And your emotional frequency is determined by the stories you tell yourself. Because when you're holding on to these states, you're going to get stuck. And you probably, tell me if this is right, that you feel stuck in your business. Or you feel like there's money challenges. Or you feel that you're, you're hitting a plateau in your business in some capacity. How many of you feel trapped by your business? Hmm. You feel trapped by your business. But I thought business was supposed to give you freedom. I thought business was supposed to set you free. Because the world of entrepreneurialism, that's where everything is made. And it is. The difference is this, is that if you're going to live a life that's actually fulfilled, your business better be filled with inspiration. And what that means is that you better be excited by it in order to grow it. And please pardon me by saying, yeah, you better be, because that's not my intention. I'm not, I don't mean to project on you. This is just something that I had to learn the hard way. People can be manipulated and sold a lot of shit, but they know when someone's inspired. They know when somebody loves what it is that they love to do. They know on the inside, and you can feel it. You've probably, this is not your first challenge. This is not your first rodeo in any capacity. But you know what? Some of you have been on other challenges with me. Some of you have been in other programs with me. Some of you have done just challenges with me. But you came back because something inside of you said, you know what, this, this guy, he's unique. Because this guy doesn't live on the same side of the planet that says work it out and work it off. And this guy doesn't live there. This guy works in a lane that's unique to himself. And it's his lane. Because we got to get you into your lane. Not everybody else's lane. we got to get you into your lane. You can be in the same business as everybody else. But you've got to learn to dance in it in your own lane. When you learn to land, learn to be in a different lane for yourself, and you learn to live in that lane, then every other lane says, I'm not interested. 
It's going to say, I'm not interested. And you're going to look at it, and you're not going to judge yourself by your money. You're not going to, all these questions you answered, you're not going to judge yourself by your income. You're going to look at your world and say, you know what? I'm just going to grow because I get to serve people. Man, think about that for your business. What if you could just get up in the morning and serve your people and not have to think about anything else? Do what you do, love to do it, and serve more people. And we think that we're free, but are we? Are we really free to do what we want, think what we want, when we want? We have the permission to be. We have the environment to be. But is our consciousness really free? It never is. It never is. 72% of entrepreneurs deal with mental health disorders. But what do we call it? We don't call it mental health disorder. We say, we got to grind it out. We got we to make it, right? That's part of being an entrepreneur. Suck it up, baby. That's what we do. Meanwhile, we go through the highs and lows, the, the depressions, the anxieties, the stress, but we don't call it that. As an entrepreneur, we say, well, this is what entrepreneur, and we almost wear this badge of honor for that, don't we? Like, look at me. The more I struggle, the better I do. It's kind of backwards if you think about it. But that's what we do as entrepreneurs. But that's the mental health side. That's the mental health side. I'm going to make a bold statement here. And I'm going to state this, that there is no such thing as mental health disorders. That's a bold statement. I get it. Because over the last five years, mental health has become a big thing, hasn't it? Of course it has. Some of you didn't like that. She didn't like that I made that statement. She's like, no, oh, I don't know about this statement. Watch, here's my defense. 94% of the serotonin, which is the feel-good hormone, is made in your stomach. 94% of the serotonin is made in your stomach. So if we're eating like sh** and garbage and we're putting that crap in our stomach, and there's a nerve that travels from there all the way up the brain called the vagus nerve, and it's connecting the two, and we eat like crap, then we're going to have depression, anxiety disorders in the brain, but we're calling it a mental health disorder so that we can then go along and classify it as a disease, a label, a prescription, a medication that we can now put someone on to then blind them of the reality of their health. Does that make sense? That's why I'm making that statement. I'm not saying people don't have anxiety. I'm not saying people don't have stress. I'm not saying people don't deal with those things. But we can't classify it as a mental health thing separately. It's not separate. Because how do you live if I separate your brain from your body? You don't. It's such a stupid question. You don't. You die. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.